I'd be joined by Andrew Filipponi to talk about this game very much and, and very quickly. What do you think the crowd's going to look like on Sunday? Do you think it's going to be 50-50? Do you think it'll be 70-30 Steelers? Or do you think that we will have a representative amount of Panther fans showing up on Sunday? I'm going to go with 50-50. Anytime the Panthers play a flagship team in the NFL, there's always good representation of the other team, whether it be the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Steelers. And that flagship uh, institution known as the Minnesota Vikings, randomly. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see a team like the Steelers coming in here, no matter how good or bad they are, with fans who, there are a lot of transplants from Pennsylvania here and up north that are Steelers fans, and they don't come here that often. So I can't see them passing up the opportunity to see their beloved Steelers uh, in person. Truth be told, uh, there are a lot of Steelers fans I see in that building when we're not playing the Steelers. So like I said, see, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of times you see random jerseys just around, whether it's Bank of America Stadium or around the doghouse that make their way in, in terms of, uh, of trying to make things happen as uh, we're welcomed in studio by uh, a man who is here specifically for this game uh, coming up this, on Sunday. I think this is our first in studio guest that we've had. It is very much. Oh, so. We've only been a show for a month. So, not, so this is like a, uh, a historic moment. Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully this is going to go up on uh, a podcast page or something. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, it. you'll definitely be podcasting, my man. <laughs> Good. Andrew Filippone. What's up, guys? How are you? What's up? What's up, baby? Joining Trying us. i to get my headphones straightened out here. It's taking two so, guys to do it. Thank so, you. It's all good. From 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh, great radio station up there. All right, there. now I can hear myself good. In, uh, in Pittsburgh, what is the vibe you're getting from? No, there's no vibe. From Steeler fans right no, they're, now. They're dead. There's no really? pulse. Yeah, it's over. Wow, yeah. that bad, huh? Yeah, that's what Sunday against the Ravens did to everybody. Mm. I've never seen it this. I've never seen it this uh, defeatist, really? where it's thrown in the towel. Let's already think about the draft. Who are we going to fire? <laughs> Who are we going to get rid of? Is Mike Tomlin really in that kind of danger? No, no, he's like a pope or Supreme Court justice. They'll never get rid of him. <laughs> they should though. They should trade him to the Panthers. <laughs> That's I want David Tepper to call Art Rooney and say, give me my coach back. There there are a lot they of should. people, and uh, it was actually on your radio station talking about that this. That was with, me. That was with, me and Mike Florio who said that with us. I don't know if you guys got wind of that. Uh, we, we, uh, we've we been talking about it ever since it happened yesterday. Uh, how much smoke do you really feel like there is from, from that perspective? Nah, the, the Steelers are so conservative, they'd never do it. I mean, Tepper could call up and say, we'll give you the John Gruden deal, and I still think Art would say no. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. That drives me nuts. Go ahead, Wes. So what do you think about coming into this game and as far as, well, for one, what's the quarterback situation looking like? What's the latest on Kenny Pickett? Uh, I don't think he'll play. The last time this happened with him, uh, when he was concussed, uh, he came back for Miami without missing a game, and he was full go and practice the whole week. This week he's only done stuff on the side, even though they weren't pads on Wednesday. Uh, and he's got like a new helmet thing going on. They put a visor on it. I don't know. I don't have a good feeling about him this week. I don't really need to see him this week. Their mm. season's <laughs> over. They're five and eight. He He's played well the last month. I want to see him at least one more time before the season's over, but I wouldn't rush him back. He's had two concussions already this year. What have you thought about what you've seen from him? Because I'm an ACC guy. I also work for the ACC Digital Network. So well, I've congratulations seen on all your success, man. Thank you. Keep- I've I've seen plenty of Kenny Pickett, and so I feel like now I'm getting into the mode where yep. you know I'm rushing the quarterbacks. I feel like if they're not coming in, showing some signs of dominance early that he's a bust, and I know Kenny's throwing a lot of interceptions, but what is the perception of him there? Are they happy with him? Are you happy with him? No, the perception there is that they want everybody to be Big Ben in his prime. 
So everyone, all most of our my listeners feel like he's been a disappointment or he's underachieved this year. He hasn't. Uh, he hasn't thrown an interception in his last four games. They went three in one of those games. The one game they lost was to Cincinnati, and they scored 30 points, and they were great in the first half with him. He's going to be fine. Their offensive coordinator's a numbskull, just a complete <laughs> boob. Has, you know, we used to think about, about, about our uh, offensive you, coordinator. You, Matt Canada was at NC State. The guy's an absolute journeyman college offensive I coordinator. I love it. The only reason why he's the Steelers' offensive coordinator is because when Maryland had that horrible tragedy, mm-hmm. remember DJ Durkin was the coach there, player Correct. died on his watch, he got fired. So Matt Canada was promoted as the interim coach there. So he couldn't get anybody to go to school there. Mm-hmm. His first scholarship was to Tomlin's son, Dino Tomlin. Mm. So they have a long relationship. He was at Pitt for a year. It's a it's a classic, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know situation. That's why he's the Steelers' offensive coordinator. LSU burned through the guy in one year. He went there, he sucked. They brought Joe Brady, and they won the national championship the next year. We don't talk Go about figure. we don't talk about that name so, in this shit anymore. <laughs> so to, to, to get back to Kenny Pickett, he's going to be really good. I'm still stunned you guys didn't draft him. I was at his pro day. I was Ben McAdoo and Matt Rule. They basically pulled a, me, uh, a measuring stick out of their pocket to go over the guy's hand size. I mean, I've never seen coaches so close to a player in a pro day environment before. They're practically as close to me as I am to you right now over his shoulder. I thought for sure Tepper was going to force them to take the pit guy. You know, I'm uh, I'm hearing right now out of Nebraska. I think Matt Rule is actually taking some credit for Kenny Pitt's success, like he he's done, be? like he's done for everything else over the course of the last couple of weeks on that uh, redemption tour of his in Lincoln, Nebraska. As we're talking with Andrew Filippone, 937 The Fan in Pittsburgh, Panthers and Steelers on Sunday, big game for the Panthers to try and get themselves back inside. Heck yeah, it is. I'm jealous of you guys inside the NFC South. <laughs> what what is the because you because you host a national show on this on this network as well. What is the perception for you from 30,000 feet of where the Carolina Panthers are? Um, well, I would have said probably a month ago that you were a directionless franchise. Hmm. I probably would have said you're like maybe a half dozen teams in the NFL that has absolutely no clue where they're going, who the coach is going to be, who the quarterback is. Like you're at that point in purgatory. You're in the desert as a franchise. But I've liked Wilkes. I think Wilkes... To me, the stuff that you guys are doing with the offensive linemen, if Mike McDaniel was doing that, oh my God, they'd have Dan Orlovsky would be sweating on NFL uh, <laughs> primetime talking about it. Seriously. It's, it's funny. I mean, that was really smart of them to do that. That, to me, is a mark of a good coach. He's not an offensive coach, he's letting his offensive assistants put their best personnel on the field. And teams haven't caught up to it yet. I think that's a stroke of brilliance by them. I love that. It's funny. You got to love that as a former offensive lineman, what they're doing with that Arby's package. Oh, yeah, man, definitely. I love the road graders, for sure. I, I uh, It's funny you mentioned McDaniel. I was on this radio station earlier this week saying I wanted the, the young, acne-filled, offensive-minded coach, basically Mike McDaniel 2.0. Oh, I've been saying the same thing about the Steelers, so we're blockstep on that. But but now <laughs> Wil- Wilkes has very much won me over with the way that this team plays for him. There's also a lot of support in the Steeler locker room. We've come to hear about Mason Rudolph. Now, oh. from that perspective, <laughs> oh I think we're all kind of looking at that and being like, eh, you know, because Mason's obviously local to this area. And so is he? How close is what is it? Rock Hill, Rock, South Carolina? Yeah, Rock, Rock, Rock Hill is actually where I live. So I live about oh, a half you know hour him? away. I didn't know him necessarily. Okay. He was there way before I got there. But uh, now Football City USA claims Mason Rudolph. And as a result, uh, that kind of put our uh, our antennas up a little bit. Uh, how much do you think that's a real thing? Or do you think that's just kind of bluster? Well, I've. 
you're, you're, it depends when you catch me. So right now, I'm going to tell you guys, if I had to, I'll do it. I would predict that Trubisky starts at quarterback mm. on Sunday. So That's ha- kind of an as-the-wind-blows thing is what you're telling me. They've mangled this quarterback thing so bad. Uh, they they signed Trubisky, and they didn't have a true quarterback competition. Now, you guys had a situation, I think, with Darnold and Mayfield in training camp. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. We, we, th- we thought it was fake but turns out after the way we saw baker play it might have been more real than we but thought what, it was but, but weren't they alternating first team reps and they preseason were. games they were yeah, see we didn't do were. we didn't do any of that trubisky took just about every first team rep in practice and and played with the first team in every preseason game there was no quarterback competition so that alienated rudolph who thought he was going to be given when ben retired a chance to be the starter he didn't now he hates the organization when he talked on tuesday He said, I love the team. And then he caught himself and he said, hold on. I love my teammates. Mm. So he's, you know, he's over this team. He's ready for a fresh start. Somebody somewhere else. He'll take the opportunity to start, but he wants nothing to do with the Steelers moving forward. And then so, so you're telling me he's lucky that the check is still <laughs> cashing every two weeks. Is what you're telling me. To be the third stringer is doing nothing. Yes. And then Pickett was put behind the eight ball. Even the offensive coordinator, who, like I said, is, is, is a dummy, but he, and they've admitted that when he went in and started that first Buffalo game, he had no chemistry or cohesion with his wide receivers because he never worked with those guys. So long story short, I think it'll be Trubisky because now that Kenny's in concussion protocol, the only real reason from what I've been told that Rudolph has gotten any kind of real reps in practice this week is because he hasn't had any reps all year. And if something were to happen to Mitch in this game they didn't want Rudolph to go in completely cold. Now, I would not rule out if Mitch struggles in the first half. Tomlin says, what the hell? Mason, you've got the second half. But I think right now Mitch starts. Well, I'm definitely familiar with Mason Rudolph. I, I keep up with high school football pretty good, especially around here. So I remember in high school, he was a, a monster down there. But, he, was North, he was Northwestern, right? That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would ask you, just coming into this game, it's such a big one for the Panthers. Who – are the guys on offense and defense for the Steelers that they have to mm-hmm. be mindful of that can absolutely wreck the game for them and cause a up? I love questions like this. He's pretty good, this guy. He's all I right. Like, I like I questions like that. that. He's very intuitive. Uh, so <laughs> offensively, Pickens is the dude. Oh, Georgia wide receiver, second-round pick. If he didn't blow out his knee uh, his last year there, he would have been a first-round pick easy. He is a little bit of a hothead. You know, can get into teammates and coaches when he's not getting the ball. So we've already seen some of that this year. But he is a great, great player. He's better than Deontay Johnson is one of the most overpaid uh, wide receivers in the entire NFL. He's eight, making 18 million. They signed him this offseason. Pickens in his first year has already blown him out of the water. Big athlete, throw it up to him, can run by it, can do, can do it all. You guys have good corners, though. Mm-hmm. So that's the one guy you'd have to probably circle offensively. Not so much Najee Harris. Najee has not lived up to the first round grade at all. I'm just saying this for our listeners so that they hear it. Pony says we have good corners. That includes J.C. Horn. It's okay to like J.C. Horn and be okay with the fact that we didn't take Justin Fields for the 970th time. No, on I didn't radio say that. Station. I'd much rather have Fields. Oh, I'd get on that. Come on, now, Pony. Following up with that with Najee Harris, because I was going to ask you. you about that. Is it the offensive line or is it yes. Najee Harris? Because you said he's been okay. It's both. It's both bad. Yeah. The offense. I mean, we got. This is one of the things that annoyed me about what the Steelers did. They don't pay us. They, they don't pay assistant coaches. They've got the lowest payroll for assistant coaches in the entire NFL. It's really an indictment on ownership more than it is Tomlin. 
But what we did this offseason was we just decided what was good for a team that was coming off another season without a playoff win is let's just hire your the Carolina Panthers rejects. So the guys that Matt Rule fired, we hired. So Pat Myers, the Steelers offensive line coach now. Remember him. And Frisman Jackson is the Steelers wide receivers coach. Remember him. Because, you know, when you're trying to get back (laughs) to your winning ways, you just take guys that were let go by a 5-11 team. Mike Tomlin, speaking as we speak right now, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Andrew, uh, but apparently the Steelers listing Kenny Pickett is doubtful for Sunday. That means no. That means he won't play. And uh, he was a partial participant again in practice, and he'll get concussion protocol clarity tomorrow. They're going to announce a starter on Saturday. But the offensive line is not good. It's played better. Uh, run blocking, couple games there, they were not very good, but they get, then again, they abandoned it against Baltimore. Harris only touched the ball twice in the second half, but he had a Liz Frank injury in training camp. Then they played him in the preseason. It got worse, and I don't think he's been healthy all year. I think he's playing at less than 100%. He's not the explosive power back that he was at Alabama. So flipping over to the defensive side, saying who can wreck the game. We know Highsmith is coming in here, hometown kid. I like him. Charlotte. What do you think about the matchup with him and Iki Aquana? That's going to be a good one. Mm. That's one of the reasons why I'm still not completely self-loathing for coming to this game. Because <laughs> when I when the alarm went off at 4:45 to come here, I'm like, what? What? What am I doing here? The Steelers are five and eight. The Panthers fans care way more about the game. But um, no, that that that's a that's a good one. I like Highsmith. I don't know if you guys have ever had him on here. He's a really He's a smart kid. kid. Yeah, he really is. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Great story to go from Charlotte uh, into the NFL. Now it really helps that TJ Watts on the other side. But I'll be blunt with you guys. Since he's come back from his pec injury. He's not been the same player. I was going to ask you, uh, he why, gets what has been with him? Is it, is it still the injury or yeah, what? He's got three injuries right now. He's got pec. He's got rib. He's got knee. He's an operation board. He's got all three injuries. Rib knee, uh, knee needed scoped when he was out with the pec injury, had surgery. And then ribs got hurt, I think, in his second game back. He said at his locker the other day, it hurts like hell. I'm not even really sure why he's playing. To me, you've got nothing to gain with him. You're five and eight. Put him on ice. You've paid him a hundred and something million dollars. Let's not screw with this guy and hurt him for next year. He is on Twitter at the Pony Express. That's P O N I Express. You can hear him at two o'clock on ninety three seven The Fan in Pittsburgh. I warn you, if you try to order coleslaw in this city, it is just caked in Duke's mayo. It's not the same thing that it is in Pittsburgh. We love Duke's mayo. That's I'm a big fan. Th- we're a Duke's Mayo family. We're That's not good. a Hillman's family. That's good. We go Duke's I did, Mayo. I didn't know where, you know, because obviously the Heinz ketchup situation, sure. I, I I don't know how it uh, how Heinz it a little dicey, the- though, now. I mean, we're still, I think, very um, loyal to Heinz. Yes. We don't accept generic ketchups. But there's a little bit, a little bit of um, some animosity because they took their name off the stadium. Right. They didn't want to... Cu- they didn't want to come up with the dough. And then plus they pulled a lot of jobs out of Pittsburgh. So Heinz uh, is kind of on the outs. My sister went to us. college in Duquesne and she said, if she, if they get out of here. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. She went a to, Duquesne Duke. Yes. She was a Duquesne, <laughs> Mary Pappard school of music. She was a, she's a Duquesne Duke. Oh, that's great stuff. And you uh, should tell David Tepper that he'd love it. And uh, she <laughs> says, whenever they, Seriously. Throw, whenever they throw that house recipe garbage at her, she, uh, she leaves. She won't even eat. So are you guys taking Carolina on Sunday? I am. Reluctantly. Uh, uh, I'm I, am, de- I am reluctantly. some hesitation Don't here. listen to him. He's no, a 49ers no, 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 fan. No, 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 no. So the only thing I say is that 
I feel like just growing up in this town, I have a theory called Queen City Magic, where things happen here that just don't happen other places. And I feel like this would be so Panthers of them with all the momentum pointing towards them winning and Tampa Bay playing against a tough opponent for them to get right back on top of the division or right there. I feel like it would be so Panthers for them to go in there and blow this game. No, no, it would be Panthers for them to win this week and then lose to the Lions on Christmas (laughs) Eve. Well, see, the Lions got a good offense. I feel like like that's... And they to me the Lions. If sure. they run the ball, they'll beat the Steelers. But that's I think, that, yeah, that I'm just simple. saying it would be so Panthers for them to lose and then Tampa to win. So I'm just like, man, I think on paper, really, the Panthers should beat them. Mm-hmm. You hear that, guys? Mm-hmm. I said the Panthers should beat them. Okay. But I just feel like, man, something just tells me, man, they might blow this thing. And and if you are t- if you are tired about hearing about the Arby's package uh, this week, there is an Arby's right down the street. Yes. So, you guys got a great thing going here. Keep it up. Thanks for having me in studio. We appreciate it, man. You bet, guys. Thank Very you, Andrew. Yep. Pony joining us on uh, Sports Radio 927 WFNZ.